Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Do for Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. Hey, your mic is live. <laughs> Congratulations, Sean. Pat Smith. No, that fell earlier on. Oh, I'm sure there's an article here. With Taylor Smith and Devin May. I told you, we're going to watch the Jaguars until 4 p.m., then you can leave. <laughs> here we go. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, your favorite podcast for Jacksonville Jaguars football brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. My name is Taylor Smith. I am your moderator for the show. I am joined by your hosts, Sean Daly. Victory. Pat Smith. Yes, sir. (laughs) And facts and stats man, Devin Mabe. Woo! That's right. First things first, Jags win. Jags win, Jags win, Jags win. We were on a five-game slide, ladies and gentlemen. After losing to the Broncos last week, which was our last chance, this was like our last, last chance. (laughs) We needed to stop the bleeding before we take on the Chiefs and then the Ravens, then the Titans twice. We needed to get right. And after the Raiders went up 17 to nothing early on, we said, oh, shit. Here we go again. But after a balls-out performance by Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and a surprise appearance in the fourth quarter by a streaker, I can finally scratch that off my bucket list, Jaguars managed to climb their way out of the hole, take over in the second half, and come out with their third win of the season, 27-20 Jaguars here at home. As we said in the last episode, we were all at that game Sean, Pat, Devin, myself, and I got to tell you, it felt good watching those Raiders fans slump and mope their way out of the stadium after all the chirping they did in the first half. There is no feeling quite like it. Sean and Pat will tell you more about it, I'm sure. We'll go over the good and the bad from this game, then see if we can't keep this momentum going against the Chiefs. I, I couldn't keep a straight face saying that. And later in the show, remember I mentioned that streaker? Well, maybe stick around for a surprise guest appearance. That's all I'll say for now. Going to leave that tease for you there. But to start us off, we go to Devin. Because Devin was there with us watching this game live. So, Devin, let's hear your takes first. Let's go, Deb. Well, since it was my first game in a few seasons, it, I feel like I got I to gotta say something in there, I guess. The beginning of the game was... 
scary to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, going down seventeen, nothing. I wasn't too upset because I had two fantasy players in the Raiders. Yeah, the um, truth comes out. Who were they? I, who I were had they? Derek Carr and uh, Devontae Adams. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then so, talk, uh, talk about the last time you had a Jaguars game before that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was the last time. It was pretty close to the last time. They were playing the Vikings, and I had a couple players on the Vikings going against them. Yeah. And one, bef- I don't know if it was the one before that, but another one, I uh, they were playing the the Saints, and I had Marquise Colston, and he was on the Saints at times. So it's like every time I go to a Jags game, you have ill they, intentions. Yeah, you have ill will. will. Yeah. If they're losing, at least I'm not too sad. I'm playing both sides, yeah. so I always come in on <laughs> yeah, top. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. I play both sides. It- <laughs> um, they give up a lot of points to fantasy players. Let's be real. Sure. It yeah. Sure. So of I'm not going to bench my players, even though they're going up against my team. Hey, Calvin really knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, the, the game was fun. Uh, we were blessed with mostly cloudy skies, so I didn't turn into a lobster. Hell yeah. It rained, it rained a couple times. You got um, very, very lucky on that aspect. I'd actually say those rains were refreshing because they cooled it off a bit and they weren't too long or too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, like <laughs> That's the what she is. said. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, it was really, really exciting in the second half there. I uh, can't believe we actually pulled it off at the end. I was like, man, this is great. Except for the fact that Devontae Adams hasn't done shit in the second half. <laughs> See? Oh, he he wants mercy both. me. Wants mercy both. me. This both. man walks I away with a, I want both. Um, <laughs> with 150 yards, two touchdowns. Come on, Devontae, <laughs> you fucking slug. Where, where are you at in the second half? What a bum. What a bum. <laughs> yep, yep. Even before the game, though, like the hype was real because we were getting together for the tailgate, which was, I think that was the first time I ever been to one. I might have been to one a couple years ago, but getting there early, and I can't believe I had the energy I had. Only got like five hours of sleep, mm-hmm. but it was a great time. Uh, well, we got an extra one because we fell that's back. It. Baby. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's Shout it. out to the DL savings. Yeah, that, that, it was Shout the absolutely. best. Daylight, daylight savings might have won us that football game. For me, a person who likes to sleep in on weekends, it was definitely the best possible day to go tailgating <laughs> yeah. or Jags game. It was. <laughs> it all pointed in the right direction. It was great. Yes, yeah, De- yes. Devin and I sat next to each other. It was me, Devin, and Taylor. Uh, Pat was Pat was doing his own thing. Uh, it was us three, and uh, let me tell you, I think that Devin and Taylor were worried about me for a split second. I was hearing some some murmurs. I was hearing some mumbling happen a little away from me, and I think it's because our seats were right next to the Raiders big time fan group. I'm talking the big. I don't know what his name is, but you know the silver guy with the big skull and the fucking spikes and everything. You know how the Jets have Fireman Ed. Mm. This is their Fireman Ed, right? He goes to every game and shit. He's parked right next to me. All right, and they are just letting us have it in the first half and it's just like bam touchdown and then the Jaguars go three and out bam touchdown I got nothing to cheer for right, right. So I'm you just got nothing to there. say you got nothing witty to say I'm just sitting there taking it and then all of a sudden Travis Etienne gets like a six yard carry for a first down it's like to take it to the Jacksonville's 38 and I go what? <laughs> I st- I start we're moving losing. them chains bitch <laughs> I start losing it on him. And then I go. As soon as you get an inch, just an inch. I go and sit back down and I see Devin and Taylor. I just start to hear like. (laughs) (laughs) The Sean guy's about to fly off the handle. We might have a problem over here. 
I, I can't confirm that that happened, but that's how I was feeling in that moment. Uh, it was it was very interesting to sit in the middle of the the Raiders fan group just to see the emotional roller coaster happen to somebody else. <laughs> like, well, actually, I'm I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what it was, right? We're usually yeah. winning and controlling the whole game, and then the yeah. rug gets pulled from under us this game we were losing the entire time and we come back in the second half and put on this insane comeback and it Um, just it it ruined it for me though to be honest because i couldn't shit on them as much as i wanted to because the the body language the things they were saying everything that was happening to them that's been happening to me (laughs) the past five weeks so it's like oh man i like i'm part of the problem if i lay into you now (laughs) Like, well, you have to. You have to lay. You have to punish them for coming to this game yeah. to to make sure they don't come back. That's that is the one thing about going to Jaguar games. Okay, they may be a home game. It may say home on the schedule or on the ticket that you purchase, but by no means are you guaranteed a home environment. All right, yeah. you come to these home games and there's Raider fans out the wazoo because it's Florida. Half of them live here, right? They just come out from the fucking ditch and sewer drains that they've been living in for the entire year and then come out in their little, you know, uh, silver and black. (laughs) We don't have a home, (laughs) right? Those those guys, (laughs) they come to these games and they expect to get a fucking W and then they get disappointed like they did in Sunday. These homeless people are getting tickets. That's what I want to know. I I, I meant it facetiously because because Oakland is no longer a, a, a home for for the Raiders, and there's not not a single Las Vegas fan. You won't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Okay, it, it's like the L.A. Chargers, like, right? They're not, they're exactly, San Diego so, fans. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was fun though. It was really fun to see, and like they had a great energy. And I'm like, I'm talking shit. Uh, the the Vegas fans. For what they were, they cheered for the team, but nobody—they didn't come down on me at all. They didn't like attack me or whatever. They Fuck them! What were they gonna say? They're, they were, they were two cheer- and five coming into this oh, game. Oh no! But I've I've been in contact with some really bad fucking fans. Like Cleveland Browns fans are the worst. Well, that's right? a shitbox organization. Okay, it's one, it's one thing. So yeah, I'm no. Don't get me wrong. Screw the Raiders. No, screw the Raiders. All right, but the fans weren't antagonistic. They lost. Okay, and they marched their sad loser asses out of the stadium contently. Okay, so I will respect that. They were good losers. They're 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 good at it. They're just no, as good yeah, at losing as right. we are. They now they get to go to the beach bars or they get to go to Riverside. <laughs> oh no, what yeah. a poor experience for you. Oh, well, it depends on the bar, buddy, because that goes one way real quick. I promise <laughs> you that. If you pick the wrong one. I'm not going to throw the beach bars out. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but you know Bricks. who you are. Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> the one bar out of all those bars that looks like the asshole of <laughs> beach bars, that's the you. I'm talking about you. I'm talking to you, Bricks. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Go to Perfect Rack. No. Go to Perfect Rack. That's a great plug Go yeah, to Perfect Rack. Absolutely. Nothing bad ever happens there. Um... So it's just it was really fun, man. Like the experience was great. It was great to go to the tailgate, like Devin said. Uh, it was great to be at the game with Devin Taylor and, and then Pat. We moseyed on over there in the fourth quarter after everybody started clearing out. Mm-hmm. So and, he started uh, opening up pretty quick. Exactly, yeah. And uh, it was 
It, it, it was a lot of fun. It's great to win one, like uh, Trevor said in the press conference, wearing that whoa, that fire Jaguars chain. Mm. Um, he, 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 man, that was the first time that he ever looked like he had swag before. I swear, I don't know who his PR consultant is that is telling him you're really coming off as like this really white bread guy that's out of touch that doesn't know everything's been given to him. You look back. What, what's the one thing you need? A chain. That's I'm, I'm still perfect. I'm still hunting down that pink Gucci Adidas crossover shirt that he had. Yeah, I'm still trying what... to save up for that. It's but I'm telling you, the guy's getting good advice from yeah. whomever because he. I feel like he changed his image in one day. One day, one well, like form of easy play. for you to say because you were very anti Trevor before this game. So well, the, the, it's fact, the first time I'm seeing him have swag. He's well, got some BDE for the first time. I'm glad that he was able to present it to you because one this chain. this this was a great game. I, this was a good team win. Overall, I know that's easy to say because the sport is a team team sport. Team yeah. sport. Great but team win out there. UFC. Big team win from from the from the guys because not only did the defense finally have to step up and start making stops on defense because you got to stop the bleeding so the offense has a chance to rally back. They stopped and, and then started to. to put him out to three and outs and punting the ball away and the offense started to drive down the field. Trevor started making probably one of the more accurate games that he's had. I know uh, he hit targets well in stride. He was not making the bonehead decisions. He wasn't throwing it in coverage. So overall as a game, it, it was a almost perfect, complete game uh, taking away from how late of a start the offense had. But I mean, it was it was great to watch. Great to watch. Yeah, you know, you want you want the defense to turn it over a little more, but you know, that's probably the only big takeaway that I have is that the defense could have turned the ball over more, could have gotten the ball from the Raiders more. But yeah, uh, uh, other than that, yeah, and starting off real Cisco slow, dropping that heartbreaking pick. It would have been per- yeah, yeah, it was right there, right, right, right in, in the, the numbers, basket. and they could have come back um, at that point too. That could have been a game icing play. Yeah. yeah, and there were a couple. There was some uh, – the game should have been over, all right, and they got that penalty mm-hmm. with, like, a minute left. That you, the Raiders could have easily gone down the field and scored and won the game. Oh, I, I was waiting. Yeah. I was waiting for it, Sean. So what's I was what waiting. was going to happen. I was, I was waiting for it. You go down the field, Riley Patterson doinks the right post, you know, to miss the field goal, the, the go-ahead field goal to put it at yeah. um, seven points. To give him a, they have to score a touchdown at that point, and he doinks it. And I'm like, well, here we go. I've seen this game. I know we're going to drive down the field, score a touchdown, and that'll be the end of the game. I've seen this. We I've seen this enjoy already. This game. That's the one bad thing about it. Exactly. Is you that could you not. couldn't enjoy a minute of this game that's because right. you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and and that's just because that's a testament to how this team has just blown the football games. And they tried. I feel like this game was more of a testament to how bad Vegas is than if Jacksonville's getting any better. Because I feel like we made the same game-losing plays that we've made in the past five weeks. They just didn't take advantage. You Well... I I would I would put that rather on us than I'd put it on them because like you said someone's got to step up and win a ball game okay whether it's the defense that stands up and gets the stops on defense or if it's the offense that goes down on a two minute drive and and score the finals points that put you over and win the game one of those outfits have to win you the ball game at the end of the day the defense did it finally at the end. Um, Better late than never, but they finally came in. I mean, there were, there was a play. Devontae Adams was wide open. He, he ran down the field uncovered. 
I, I don't understand how that happened. He was in the end zone on a duck play and and, and got the got the ball, got got one on Tyson. Tyson came back in the second half. Again, it's the adversity. It's the fact of getting smacked in the mouth and saying, no, we will not do this again. We will come back. We will finish a football game. And that's exactly what they did. Travis Etienne ran out of his mind. A 100-yard game. He's putting together 100-yard games uh, casually. Casually. Uh, two touchdowns. Ever since the J-Rob trade. Ever since the James Robinson trade. Talk, three talk, straight weeks. Talk about a man that said, listen, here's an opportunity. Here's a here's a chance for me to put my name in the conversation of being a top 10, top 5 running back. You know, here here's my name in the hat. He's, what, 200, 300 yards away from a 1,000-yard season. And he was he was he was a running back by committee, and he's 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 ready for a thousand yard season, ready he, off of a Liz Frank injury, no less. All the right things in the press conferences too. He says all the right things. I think my favorite quote from him was uh, he said, "If we if we keep getting L's, then none of these stats matter. None of the stats matter. I love it's that. Just L's. I love yeah, that. As, as as like if we don't get the W, then none of the stats matter. And I, I just I love that kind of stuff. And I just it seems like he's gonna be a real Jacksonville guy. Pray, pray to God. Hey, so say your hell marys. Uh, do whatever it is you do to keep that man healthy because his future is extremely bright. And uh, Jaguars just need to keep putting complete games together. But enough of the praise because there is one real thing that I want to talk about, and it's the fact that we are an NFL football team. And if you were to choose any NFL football team at all 32 and say, you got one yard to win a football game, do you think your team can get one yard to win the football game? 32 out of 32 head coaches and teams, I would hope, would say, yeah, my football team can get one yard to win the football game. You mean the game comes down to one yard and I don't trust my team to to go get that yard to win the football game? Well, Doug Peterson is the one coach out of 32 that would rather kick a field goal to go up seven, punt the, kick the ball off, and see what happens rather than go and get the freaking, I'm learning, yard. The, you're, you're, you're contradictory Sean here. What are you talking about? Uh, early, earlier in the season, you were all for getting points. Not at the end of the game. You, it's one. It's not the one yard in the first quarter, it's, second quarter, it's, third it's quarter. It's the equivalent of well, I mean, and and what what happened? Riley Patterson doinks the ball, and what exactly? What did you, you learn? So whether you get stuffed on the fourth or Riley Patterson doinks the pole, which one did you want? Which stuffed. Which, which, which was your outcome? Stuffed. You would have rather taken stuffed, yes, and then having to say, oh man, we could have we could have potentially stuffed. made that. On a dive play, not running triple mm. option or pitching it five yards behind the line of scrimmage to get one yard. Yeah, no, give me a dive I, play right up the middle. And if you get stuffed, you get stuffed. And then you put your defense out there to make a stop, which happened anyways. So you I did- thought I thought you were gonna go in a in a particular direction that I was gonna support a hundred percent. And that was the fact that you are um Sexy. You you don't have a lot of trust in. <laughs> you would only wish that you don't have a lot of trust in the short yardage, no, I, fourth and one, three and one play calling. I'm that not has been saying going that on, I don't have trust uh, in. I'm saying in that from the play calling and decision making, you can see Doug Peterson doesn't trust his team to get a yeah. fucking yard. It, it has to be. It has to be because because it's it's time and time again. I watch these plays develop. I watch these weird play calls on third and one, fourth and one that you're overthinking it. 
like you said, just run the halfback dive. Just do the quarterback sneak. Just do yes. the 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 counter well, we play. We got stuffed on a sneak earlier this year too. On I, the fourth and and it will happen. And it will happen. I'm not saying it's a perfect play. We're on the same play. team here. You want to go get the yard, right? I, yes, I want to go get the yard. The only problem I have is that you haven't shown me in games past that you can go get the yard. You're passing it on the two. All right. You're you're not you're not making smart decisions. For me to believe that you you you're comfortable running it on fourth and one, and I 100 percent would kick the field from now on. I would 100 percent kick the field goal from moving. But forward. do you like that? That's your head. I coach don't like it. I don't like it. But you, the idea of getting a yard to win a football game. I think it's because he's realized that if he doesn't take that three points, he might not see the ball again. I think he's come he's come to the realization that listen, if I can kick a three and make it a full one possession game, I'm going to take that chance and hope my defense can stand up off of a off of a pretty you know big second half that they've I'm been building because, up. You know, not only are, could we be ruining Trevor Lawrence, but the opposite could be happening where we're ruining Doug Peterson because I, <laughs> he's I don't doing think things I, that I just think he's adapting to the personnel he has. Understand yeah, that he he didn't build sucking. this. No, he didn't build this team. He's inherited the talent that has come with this team. You know, just as I do, that there's only so much you can do off of a draft, and there's only so much you can do off of one free agency. Base it on cap, base it on bad contracts, base it on availability. There's only so much he could have done. And This team was in bad shape last year. Tell me I'm wrong. This team was in bad shape last year. One of the worst defenses in the league and an offense with zero weapons, okay? And not including Travis Etienne, who was hurt all year. So, bad. Bad, bad, bad team he inherited. All right. So, for him to come in and not be comfortable at this point in time to, to make those decisive calls on third and one, fourth and one, because he doesn't have the personnel for it, I respect that. If he thinks he's better off taking the three and relying on the defense, give me that all day. Now, here's the guy the loves to gamble. Now, here's what I'm going to say. All right. You got one yard to win the game. You take Luke Fortner in the third round, your first offensive player that you drafted as the Jaguars head coach. Your first offensive player drafted on this whole team was Luke Fortner. You paid one of the big, you know, free agency decisions that you made with Trent Bauke was Brandon Sheriff. Okay, so you got Brandon Sheriff, the top right guard in the free agency, top paid right guard in the NFL, your first offensive pick as head coach of the Jaguars, Luke Fortner, and you're telling me you can't take Travis Etienne, thousand yard running back, run up behind those two guys that you believe in to get one yard? I mean, it's not it's not a matter of believing, Sean. It's a matter of knowing that that team is going to cue both A-gaps, and they're going to send the entire house at it, and it's going to be if your two guys can overpower three or four coming on the other side. I mean, it's, it's not a matter of... of, of of determination at that point. It's a matter of numbers. It's a matter of physicality. I just don't think it's going to happen more times than not. And, yeah. and you can't. That's the one thing. Let's not let's not ruin it. Still a great day. Okay. We 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 got the W. Yeah. All right. Three and six should be four and five. Arguably Tra- five and four. Trevor Trevor looks like you know the quarterback he should be making a step, making okay. a step, loving turning the swag. a page. You know, showing uh, that he's here to play ball, completing passes to wide receivers. Okay, wide receivers catching footballs. All four tight ends getting involved in the offense. Luke Farrell made a huge catch to convert the chains. All four, all four tight ends. Even Chris Manhurts caught a ball out there. He did. I mean, it's the the offense is humming right now. 
I don't think Trevor was sacked. I don't remember seeing him get sacked. Was he sacked? No. He was not. No. Clean. Clean all day. Offensive line we've been talking shit about. Clean game. Needed it. Okay. Needed it. You Needed faced it. A, you need you faced a very aggressive defensive line. Not giving all credit to the offensive line. Trevor Lawrence, I, I posted on Twitter earlier today, made an absolute elite move in the pocket with his back against the wall in the end zone, evaded a blitz, sidestepped, threw a nice little dime, a nice little little seed to, to Marvin Jones in stride to convert the chains. I mean, with, he had no footing. He did not plant his feet. He did not have any kind of uh, structure in the throw. It was pure hips, pure shoulders, absolutely beamed it in stride to Marvin Jones. A big all-pro move there. That You're not just a, a, a little jit off the streets making that play and the pocket with pressure in your face. Composed, well-thrown. I mean, a lot of flashes for Trevor this game. So, uh, You know, let me tell you, the three best games Jaguars have had all year, right? You got the Colts, all right? You got the Chargers, and you got this game against the Raiders. What do all three games have in common? Survey says Trevor Lawrence, zero sacks in those games. So if you keep him clean, odds are you win the ball game. All right, let's remember that moving forward. And uh, let's hope that we got a little bit figured out with the direction of this football team. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, that's that's a fair point. Clean pockets uh, get, you, get you big wins. Clean so. pockets means deep pockets. No, that's know it. what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? That's, that's it. Uh, that's Chiefs. It. We're going. We're going to Kansas City. Going to Kansas City away game. Yeah, it's a uh, buddy. Tough. Uh, tough. I told myself. I, I I said on this podcast that I wouldn't pick the Jaguars to win the rest of the year, and I'm sticking to that. And I'm I'm keeping that train rolling. I want to see some Chad Henney in the fourth quarter. Jaguar, great. Chad Henney. I hope he gets out there after the scores like forty-two to three or something like that. Chad Henney gets some work. That's that's about it. That's all I got. Uh, if you keep Trevor clean, you got a shot, but you're gonna have to score forty points. And do we believe in this offense to put up forty points? It'd be it'd be a it'd be a great time to show up. Yeah, it certainly would be. Because Chiefs defense isn't that much to write home about. So if you can do your job offensively to keep up with them, maybe the defense those turnovers. That didn't happen against the Raiders. Maybe they're just creeping up to happen against the Chiefs. Maybe Devin Lloyd catches him a ball. You know, something like that. But it's going to have to be in the 30s, 35 or above in order to win. I don't think they got it. Uh, It's going to be, I'm going to say 31-23 Chiefs. 31-23 Chiefs is what I Yeah, you know, they're coming off of uh, an overtime win against a, a very poorly ran Tennessee Titans team, which again just let's keep that up. Just same energy. Just just makes me very disappointed that we're not making a run for this division as early as we should have. What are you talking about? We're the only one to one on oh, Sunday. I know. I'm just saying that we should have been we, we should have been running for a long time now. So and not to mention the newly appointed Jeff Saturday over the Colts and that dumpster fire of an organization. Don't talk about Frank Reich, future offensive coordinator of the Jacksonville. No, Jaguars. no, he's he's I listen, I'd be I'd be naive to say that he's not on a plane already in Jacksonville. 
Jacksonville as we speak right now. I'd be I'd be shocked that if him and him and Dougie are not at Morton's right now, uh, cutting up a steak and a, a nice bottle of vino. I'd be surprised if that's not already happening. Do not be shocked if you see offensive consultant. Yeah, <laughs> Frank senior Reich. offensive senior. coordinator, <laughs> Frank Wright, no, consultant. Yeah, consultant because Press Taylor. You know you. You know he's he's doing great. We yeah, don't just fire no, him. I'm sure they'll find a nice fancy name for him and slot <laughs> yeah. him right in there. Um, yeah. yeah, I like you said the the Chiefs defense has slowly been depleted uh, throughout the league. You've seen all the big names get slowly picked away for bigger money, and that's how it happens when you have a big you know big defensive unit and you can't afford to keep them all. So they've they have slowly dwindled in talent. Not to say that they're a bad defense, but. Uh, not as aggressive as they used to be back in the day. Um, offensive unit, everything you got an all pro, all Hall of Fame tight end, just just gonna absolutely demolish you up the seam and and best tight post end routes. to ever play football. Um, best tight end to ever play football. <sighs> Travis Kelsey's right. Oh. Out, it's it's between him and Rob Gankowski, dude. All right, it's between Rob, Rob Rob's Gankowski. Up there too. It's it's one or the other. Uh, but that's yeah the the best one I've seen. I'll put that. If not the best all time, he, he's the best tight end I've ever seen play the game. He's always open. He, I don't know how. Always. And then, I don't know how. And then he's you always have, over the middle of the field. You have receiver by committee and, and Juju Smith-Schuster trying to revitalize his career. Uh, Ex-Green Bay receiver Valdez-Scatling out there. Marcus Valdez-Scatling. Um, so, yeah, it's... Can can you keep it close? I think you can. I think that the the defense has to has to wake up much sooner than they did against Oakland. Uh, you're not going to be able to Vegas, Vegas, Oakland, shit box, whatever you want to plug in there. Uh, you, you can't you can't go to sleep. Uh, you know that that long in the game. You got to you got to come come awake very quickly. You need a two man Travis Kelsey all day long, blanket all day long. So it showed you last week. You know, you got to win two of the four coming up if you want to stay in contention, if you want to make a name for yourself. I'm going to go with 27-30. It's a close game. I think it's a heartbreaker. And Kansas City is going to have to do better next week. It's a heartbreaker. Riley Patterson redeems himself. Unbelievable. He puts one at the last. And the shock hits the entire nation. Man, I hope you're right. And then, so we, that would make us four and six. And then, if we split with the Titans, sitting at five weird, and seven, weird with, shape you know, ball. A shot. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> weird shape ball. The Jaguars gonna, will be the first team to ever win their division with a seven and ten record. It would be the we'll, we'll make history. We'll be the New York Giants. We'll be the New York Giants. They they did it with like nine and seven. Yeah, that was seven, seven and nine. nine. Something like, the Seahawks won it, won the division seven and nine, and then they beat uh, New Orleans in the playoffs with that Marshawn Lynch run. I mean, look, so, you, you knock off KC, you knock off Detroit, you split the Titans. That's three wins there, three to one, three out of five. That's that's uh, five and eight. You got the New York six, Jets. Six you got the New York Jets just scrambling around, you know, just putting together wins out of nowhere. Trap them, okay? We're trap trap game yeah. right before Christmas. Santa packs a nice little present for us. Yeah. We open it up. It's a dub, you know. Oh man, that sounds. Hey, like a great hey, morning. listen. You know, long season, boys. Long season. 
Yeah, but if, if we lose lose this one, we ain't feeling that. <laughs> if you lose this game, it's kind of once you see that three and seven. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's nah. so, so this is it. If they're gonna do it, it's got to be now. I'm gonna ride the coattails until they kick me off. Yeah. Oh man, hey, Dwan Smoot said, "Hey, gonna run." Hey, Dwan Smoot said, uh, two need sacks. A, I need a new contract, baby." Yeah. What you think about mm-hmm. that? What mm-hmm. you think about that? Dwan Smoot, franchise player. Smooth season. Pay me. Yes. Come on now. Come on now. Okay. Surprise. Time for a surprise. Yep. Absolutely. We teased it at the start of the episode. We said we'd have a surprise guest for you all. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce none other than the very streaker who graced us with his presence during this last game. We welcome to the show the Jort Boys. Welcome, boys. Hey, thanks so much for having us on, guys. We appreciate it. Hello, hello. Definitely. Now, Ethan was the one that we saw on Sunday. He was the star of the show. But we have the whole Jort Boys crew today. We also have Colin, Mark, and Michael. Is that right? That's correct. All right, welcome. Now, let's get down to the facts and stats. This man joined the game late in the fourth quarter, stepped onto the field wearing only gym shorts and what police described as a very slippery, oily substance and proceeded to show up both teams running 83 yards down the field well into Raider territory, breaking three tackles before finally being brought down and escorted off the field. I don't know if you were already aware of this, but for two of us here at the Duval Hot Takes podcast, this was our first time attending a home game in several seasons. So from the bottom of my heart, I want to start by saying thank you because you made this such a memorable experience for us. Hey, man, that's what we do. You know, it's, uh, we, we keep it entertaining for the people no matter where we go. So we were happy to have you guys in attendance, and uh, we're glad to make it worth your while. I wish the cops thought it was that entertaining. They didn't think it was funny at all. He gave him a workout, you know. I gave him that unexpected training, that on-the-job training. I'll tell you the truth, Ethan. I I love the run. You guys know this is a football podcast, okay? We're going to keep some football metrics on the, on the table. I love the run. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful landing. You scoop and score football. You you run down the field in stride like a gazelle. I mean, it's 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 lovely. You break the tackles, the ball control, Ethan. You gotta keep that ball tucked higher up than that, man, to the shoulder. You know what? You know? You know what? They the NFL players don't have to deal with as slippery of balls as I had to. Let me tell you, mine was uh Mine felt like it was covered in an oily substance the whole time, so it's very hard to keep a hold of. But what is, what's what's the call? Was it a was it a fumble or I I, I have to say it's a fumble, man. Yeah, it's coming out on the way down. I don't know if it was a fumble. Honestly, I reviewed the footage. I think my knee was down before the uh, I lost control of the ball. Pat, do we have a yard count? We we do we do we've got you at 83, 80, 83 yards. Eighty three. Hey, listen, as a as a fantasy player myself, I, I think that's a pretty good day. I mean, for one run. Yeah, you know? forward forward progression. I'll, I'll give you eighty four. I'll give I mean, you eighty four uh, on forward progression. Eight, eight point four yards. You get a yeah. forty yard and a fifty yard bonus. You're looking at a you're looking at a ten point four day for someone who was claimed off the waiver wires. I'm well, not I'm not upset with that. So was the intention to score? Was the play call to get in the end zone? Yes, 100%. And I had a little escape plan that I was hoping to get away with this whole stunt, but that absolutely didn't work at all. Mm. Apparently, I'm not that agile or that quick. I really thought I was faster than I actually am. Apparently, not that oily either. Yeah, I was not nearly as oily. Not oily, oily enough, no. 
No. Uh, I'm a very greasy man in the first place, and I just needed to be greasier. I just should have been a sweatier man. I would have gotten away with it. Blame the jeans, man. Blame blame the family jeans for that, you know? Also, everyone keeps saying this 85, 80 yard, whatever it is, but no one's acknowledging how I had to run an extra 15 yards just to get to the goddamn end zone on the one side. That's true. I, I, ran, I ran a football field. I don't care you, what anyone you, says. Start to finish, I ran a football field. Yeah, I mean, semantics. Semantics. There's no yard markers, but semantics. Um, do, we, do we have a clock count? Do we know how fast he ran that? You know, I tried. I, try, I wanted to catch a 40 time for you. Yeah. But it, you, you got you don't you kind of zig a little too much for me. I can't catch a. Yeah. a I had some hesitation. There was a big scary football player that was I, like, I bet. thinking about smoking my ass. I was very so, cautious when I ran up to him. I was like, this dude is gonna lay me the fuck out. So I don't know if you know or not, but uh, Devonte Adams has a history with non-football players. He actually ran over a cameraman two weeks ago. So did that? Did that not? cross your mind or to be totally honest i don't even watch football okay there was one news thing that said uh uh jags fan ran on the field to get trevor lawrence's uh attention and i'm like who the fuck is trevor lawrence i've no that's clue. that's great uh, i thought that was hilarious because i don't know who any of these dudes one, are one thing that was definitely discussed ahead of time was uh the bobby wagner hit a few weeks ago uh, right oh right Devonte adams didn't pop into my head but um uh, Knowing that Bobby Wagner might be fight might be facing a lawsuit, I was uh, I was a little nervous there, but I think that's what number twenty kind of popped into his mind is I'm not getting sued. Let security handle this. I, I did see the hesitation there. I mean, again, it, you made the good call in 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 avoiding that um, and, and getting further down the field. So I'm I'm I don't know if I missed it. I don't know if I didn't see it correctly. Is there a tattoo of some sort on the chest or? No, so that that was uh, I had wrote birds aren't real on my back just because I enjoy having shit like that written on my body. <laughs> the form Got was it. just wasn't working out, so it was just kind of like a half-assed giving up. I gave up halfway through. Sharpies don't work well for oily skin, believe it or not. Yes, it's not effective. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if it was a, a, a temporary tattoo. Maybe you had a long night the night before, and you got you know a little something on there. But now, were um, you able to see the my thigh tattoos at all in that in that video? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You can't see the tie. Yeah. Yep. What do you think of those? Those are pretty cool, huh? Those are good. Those are good work. You want to shout out anybody for that? A little, a little local artist, maybe. I, I forget his name. Some, uh, oh, some dude in the keys. <laughs> Well, he he does good work. Whoever it is, you do good work. It, it looks it looks solid. It looks like good good line work. So 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 you guys get carried away. That's it's the end of the game. You, just, you go. It was it was just me. I was the only one on the field. The uh, the the people that were with me, uh, I believe, got arrested for no reasons. They, they were just standing there watching me do the shit that I was doing. But because they were next to me, they all got arrested. They were trying to make examples of everyone. One of the news articles said they were trying to rush out on the field with me. One news news article said they were on the field. That was all bullshit. None of that happened at all. Right. No, I didn't see that yeah. either. I was a little confused. The police report has a bunch of bullshit in it too. So, I mean, that'll like get handled too. But it's like, it's crazy to like watch how that that shit's like just like untrue shits and like official reports. Like, there's videos disproving what's in the actual police reports. Crazy to me. That's that's why they say the eye in the sky does not lie. Yeah, thank so. God it was fucking national TV. They <laughs> thousand fucking cameras and disprove what these fuckers have to say. How but, uh, was so? How was the grub? I have to ask. Bologna sandwiches, my brother. Ten out of ten. You wouldn't believe how good they make shitty bologna sandwiches in jail. 
Really? Do tell. Do they cut the edges off too, or is that like a special request? Toilet, bro. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. The drinking water comes out of the toilet, my guy. It was not like the movies. There was no basketball, no gym, <laughs> and then this guy got cut on a sink and had to go to the ER. I was. It was a very uh, unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> a random guy got cut. Oh, yeah, it was so bad that like we were in the hall and like the, the uh, corrections officers had to sit there wait because like this dude was just showing us his bone and I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Show and tell on on a Monday night maybe. You know? Exactly. Yeah. No, Joe was fucked. None of the phones worked. None of the guards gave a one fuck. Uh, <laughs> so so a, a big thing about that jail that gets a lot of criticism in, in downtown Jacksonville is it, it the view. The view is why put a jail with a marina and riverside view in the middle of downtown? So did you guys we, at least have a good view from the venue? All right, no. We were in the dog cage. Yeah, bro. I looked. I didn't even have a window, dude. We yeah, were in a holding cell, yeah. So you guys, you guys, you guys paid bare minimum. You did. You were in in the interior of the ship. You didn't pay for the. Oh no, we we made it to uh, the second level. Yeah, we we got to like general uh, like the Gen Pop area, but West even then, Wing. there's no there's the only windows had like four panes of cloudy glass. You couldn't see anything. There's was, no daylight mm, in there. Mine was under a bridge. Did you? Could you see outside? Yeah, some you dude was on the fucker. some dude was on the top bunk though, so I didn't get to do that. You didn't cuddle up with him? No, he scared me. Well, maybe if you cuddle up, you can give him a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> he had way too many stuff uh-huh. to cuddle with. Total hour count in jail. What was that? What was that for you boys? Do you guys know? Do you guys count them? We're going 4.30 p.m. Sunday. Uh-huh. I picked you boys up at noon on Tuesday. So we're looking at just under 48 hours. 44 yeah. hours they were in the clink. Wow. Wow. Is that is that a first experience for you or? Yeah, first first time for me. First, first time, okay. A uh, scale of one to ten. Give me the whole. Give me the, from start to finish. Oh, one story up with you. They sucked. How much? Jail ever, and it wasn't like I get it. It's jail. It's not supposed to be great, but they sucked. Horrible customer service. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad, you, man. Can I ask? Can I ask who who your first phone call was for, or did you like? Oh, oh, the phones didn't fucking work. Not once. <laughs> But we eventually had to, it's like, they give you codes that don't work. And everyone's like, hey, our codes don't work. And all the guards just don't care. <laughs> Tough. Hey, hey, Rocket. Rocket. Remember when I was a CEO? Oh, I thought about you the whole time. I'm like, oh, yeah, all these dickheads are just what Mark used to be this dickhead. So, yeah, I was going to get into that, Mark, and ask you permission if we could talk about your prior employment. But the funniest, one of the funniest ties into all this, Pat, was that uh, Mark was actually former corrections officer at the jail. So all these guys working there currently knew exactly who these two clowns were. Oh, fantastic. They friends with Mark, and they still weren't giving them phone calls, still weren't giving them mattresses. They're like, yeah, tell Mark we said what's up, but no bench. <laughs> Oh, I got no mattress. I asked fucking 30 times. I need a mattress. I've slept on metal for two days, please. And they're just like, oh, I'll see what I can do. Fucking 30 times. Doesn't matter. Well, here's your food. What about a mattress? Nah. Well, at least you can say that JSO is firm, but fair. No, I would yeah, say fair, fair in the sense that they all got the same treatment. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. No, all I'm hearing is that Jacksonville doesn't know how to treat its celebrities. You know, that guy's up to something. Zero special treatment for us, <laughs> let me tell you. All right, boys. Well, we don't want to keep you too long. I'm sure y'all are busy. B- busy now if you weren't before. 
So go ahead and drop your plug for us. Where can we find you? Well, um, again, we have uh, Mark, Ethan, Mikey, and Colin on the interview today. We want to thank you guys so much for having us on. If you guys are interested in seeing the uh, shenanigans that we pull around Duval County and Jack's Beach specifically, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we are the Jort Boys. That's J-O-R-T-B-O-I-S. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to take it to the top. So, Ladies, we're free and single now. It will be out in three to six months, though, So, at which time we will not be available. Correct, because these are wild citizens of Jacksonville, but loyal. Absolutely. Loyal. Loyal, um, fun to be around, and moving forward, law-abiding citizens. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. All right, guys, we'll let you go. Thank you so much again for coming on the show and looking forward to catching up with you guys again soon. Awesome. Well, I guess we appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. Have a great day. Take it easy. What a time that was. I'm never going to forget that game now. It's a core memory. Big shout out to the Jort boys. And Ethan, we hope your time in the Slammer is short-lived and we can get you back on the field again soon. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, dubs, truther. Devin May, facts and stats. Jaguars head to Kansas City to take on the 6-2 and two Chiefs. Yikes. Big time yikes. Like our host said, it could happen. Jags could walk out of this with four wins, but probably not. So don't get your hopes up too high. Let's just keep looking for that improvement. That is this Sunday, November 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern. You already know the drill. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at Duval Hot Takes. We'll have live takes during the game. Share your takes with us. Let the Jort boys hear your support. And meet us back here next week for the postgame. Peace.